excited to be joining with you on the podcast today. This is Jeff. I'm Rochelle. And uh, we're going to talk about something really cool. I think. I love it. I love this. All I need is Jesus, by the way. I just want to let you know all I need. <laughs> that but is I'm, not the topic. <laughs> I'm, that, is, that is not the topic. But uh, today we're talking about the timing of God. Yes. The timing of God, because it's so important, and this is something, just I think every one of us, 100% of us, we really wrestle with. Uh, there's, there's, I feel like I wrestle sometimes on a daily basis about uh, the timing, oh, <laughs> but... Myself included. I will put yes. myself in that category. So, yes. So, timing comes down to, I, I really believe, trust. Hmm. Uh, do you trust God's timing or not? And uh, unfortunately, sometimes I haven't been the best at this. I have tried to speed things up or I've been slow on the go, which normally it's me speeding it up. That's just my personality. But um, I, I really think it's important that we understand that God is the author of time. Time yes. serves him. <laughs> he is not concerned, wringing his hands. How, how am I going to work oh, it all out? Man. It's all worked out. And so I think that's important to, as a basis. But I think we can learn a lot about timing. Um, if maybe you're wrestling with a promise. See, when I think of timing, I, I initially and just immediately go to the promises that God has spoken mm -hmm. to me specifically. Yeah. Um, and I haven't seen them come to fruition yet. And so I know that it's in God's timing, but I'm in that in-between. Yeah. And the in-between is hard. And, and that's trust because sometimes we ask God, God, don't you realize I have a deadline or this is not happening in my timeline or timetable. Here's the good news. Whatever timetable it's going to happen on, which it's going to be God's, it's always better than if we were to be able to create that. If we trust him, because we can rush ahead and try to make it happen. That is true. Yes, so, if we trust um, him. You know, there, we play a part in this too. And so, um, you know, I, I often think, God, why did you tell me this? Hmm. And yet everything that's happening seems completely opposite of what oh, you've shared goodness. with me. Yes. And I find myself in that position quite a bit. Maybe you find yourself there. I think of Joseph mm -hmm. found himself there. God had given him dreams. Yep. And uh, maybe we'll even reference Joseph's life a little bit because when I think of dreams, he's the first one that comes to my mind. But, you know, I think you and I, we have dreams. Mm -hmm. We have dreams that we share with one another and different things. Um, and we have dreams that God has spoken to us, things yeah. that we really believe that God has promised us, but we haven't seen them come to fruition yet. And so I think that goes to the first thing that we want to share with you is that dreams take time to marinate. They don't just happen overnight. And and a pattern that God uses with me is mm -hmm. that a lot of times he shares something with me. I feel it's not an audible voice. It's not like, thus saith the Lord, but it's, it's, it's an inner knowing. It's like, yes. I just know, mm -hmm. maybe after prayer, uh, maybe just even a lot of times when I go on a walk, I love going on walks because my mind can just be free to listen. Yeah. <laughs> There's like quiet. I know that God has spoken something to me, but I don't see it yet because dreams take time to marinate. They take time. This is my life story of my calling. I feel God called me about five years old. I knew right then. I know it's kind of crazy, but I knew what God wanted me to do. Yeah. You never wavered. I on never that. You wavered. Knew. You knew. And some may say, oh my goodness. Well, I just, I just knew it. I really feel at age of five, God spoke to me. 
But obviously, how many know that there's a lot of time between the age of five and when that comes to fruition after college graduation? And even right after college graduation, I didn't see what I knew right away. And so uh, that's really, I would say, probably together our life story. Yeah, absolutely. I think of the story of you and I. Uh, you know, our, some of our listeners maybe have heard this. Some of you, you've never heard this before. But the first time that Jeff and I met was in the actually the back row of a church in Indianapolis. And we met and he was dating somebody else. I was oh introduced to him by his girlfriend's ex-girlfriend. Excuse me. <laughs> Let's clarify this. Um, and... <laughs> And, um, you know, I, it, very shortly after that, your family came to, to our house for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that was the real first time that we actually spoke. Yes. I mean, you know, just saying hi to one another in the back of a church is not a whole lot. But when you came to my house and you spent, yeah. I mean, the whole day. I mean, we it spent was, the whole yeah. day eating turkey and playing games and it everything. Was awesome. yeah. When he left that night, I mean, I, I'm serious. I knew that I was going to marry Jeff Ferguson. That was the year 2000. Wow. We didn't get married until 2005. We didn't start dating till 2004. Um, and -hmm. like the end of 2004, I mean, really, I mean, if you think about the timing, so, I mean, that was literally a good, at least four years later. Mm -hmm. And, um, man, I didn't, I didn't think I honestly, at times I was like, God, I really feel this way, but it doesn't look like it. I mean, we're on two different worlds. I mean, you're in different parts of the country. I was in different parts of the country. We were doing our own thing. It didn't at times seem like that was going to happen. Um, we were just friends that would yep. occasionally email each other. And then you would not email me back for a while. We'll just there's talk about that. There's stuff in here that yeah. we That may pod- be a counseling session. Podcast not for material. podcast. <laughs> I'm just yeah. teasing. Uh, but some of the promises of God take time to marinate. I mean, God had to do some things in my life before I was ready. Hmm. He needed to show oh, me some things. Trust me, I can already know he did it. He had to do some things in my life. I, I, I didn't I even that. need to say that because it was pretty obvious. People know. <laughs> so, I get it. We know. No. No, just decent. No. But, I, you know, promises take time to marinate. And I think about there would have been a lot of temptation yes. to try to make that happen. I mean, I think about it, I could have said, hey, I feel like God told me that you're going to marry me. Well, yeah. that would have been put a real damper on that. I mean, I think if I would have told you that, you might have been like, I don't ever want to talk to her again. That's weird, I, you know? I, well, everybody, at, I went to Bible school. Everybody there, kind of, not everybody, but there's a lot of people who did that. Use yeah. that, Use that dating tactic. <laughs> that feels like <laughs> roping. Like I didn't want, I, I, I wanted this to be of your own free will. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, um, no, I could have tried to make it happen. Right. I mean, I, you know, think about like, Hey, I mean, I even had the opportunity to transfer to your college. Yes. Like in a weird way, like midway through college career, I was going in Indiana. He was going in Minnesota. And I had the opportunity, like literally, Mm -hmm. it it was kind of too long of a story for the podcast, but um, I chose to go to Colorado instead. And I think about that and I'm like, wow, you know, I could have tried to make it happen, but I really wanted, I'm so thankful that I know that God did it. 
you, you know, and something about this that I find very powerful, I'm going to encourage people who are still in that waiting stage. By the way, you're going to be in waiting in several different points as God shows you different dreams and different yes. things. But it's so important that we remain, I'm going to use a word here called, uh, that we remain differentiated. What does that mean? That means we are whole people apart from the situation. So there was there was wow. a something um, that God had spoken to Rochelle. She was waiting on, but she wasn't waiting on it in a way that we think, in the sense of I'm just going to quit and just not live life. Like sit at home and wait <clears throat> by the phone for you to call. And How so, sad. Because, <laughs> because let sad me tell life. you, I'll just I've say been this. Waiting for four years. <laughs> this, uh, this is turning into confessional, but I almost seriously. I could have missed out here because I go and I finally, I call Rochelle. I'm like, okay, I, wow. I'm, I'm going to call Rochelle. We're going to, it's going to be awesome. So I call well, Rochelle. you heard my voice on the radio. Heard your voice on the radio. Sorry, I don't mean to be ruining I mean, well, the story. No, I mean, I'm just saying like, and then it was like, wow, you know, I oh, need to yeah. call so her. I go out, I, like, I, Total funny moment. Moving my car in the church parking lot where, where I lived in the church, by the way. That's another story. Anyway. Another podcast. Hear, hear your voice on the radio and I'm like. Wow. You know, I need to call Rochelle. That's what I thought. Uh, and so I call her. Her voicemail says, you've reached Rochelle. I'm like, oh my goodness. Uh, I am on a missions trip to Italy. No, no. Amsterdam. Sorry. That, Amsterdam. Italy, Italy was a different that mission was, trip. Oh, sorry. That was a different <laughs> mission trip. I'm on a mission trip to Amsterdam. the country of Holland. Do you know what I thought? I thought, honestly, I thought, great. I totally, I totally miss God's will. I totally miss God. And she wasn't waiting around doing what she was. She was doing stuff, doing ministry. And as we're waiting for God to unfold his plan to us and as we're waiting for it to be fulfilled, it's so important that we don't just sit around and do nothing. It's so important yes. that we remain active. Um, I'm waiting seasons are preparation seasons. Yes. And, um, and God is always moving in every season. Yes. It's just different. The The fruit of each season is different. And so, um, you know, when you find yourself in a waiting season, maybe it is for a spouse or maybe it's for a child or for a job opportunity that you know or a ministry opportunity that you know is for you or a next season of life. Yeah. That is not a wasted season. Oh, now, goodness, surely man. you can waste it. Yep. You could sit back and do nothing. And I would contend if you do that, you'll miss out on the promise. Yes. Because the waiting season is just as important as the promise revealing season. The waiting season is when you grow in different ways. Your character is growing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think about, you know, using this example of our relationship. I mean, I was learning that that Jesus is my best friend. Hmm. I was learning that he's sufficient for me. I was learning all about ministry gifts. I mean, I didn't know that I was going to marry a pastor. You know, I didn't know how that was going to go. I mean, I knew God had called me into full-time ministry. I just didn't know how that looked. And yeah. in a separate way, I mean, I was doing my thing, you were doing your thing, and God brought us together. Yes. That is the point. If you're in a waiting season, don't waste it. Ask God, what do you want me to learn? How do you want me to grow? Uh, yeah. Maybe that's a time to say, you know what, I'm going to go and, and, and maybe get a degree or I'm mm. going to find a new ministry, something active doing. It's not passive. Yeah. It's an active season. And I like how we use the word marinate because ma- when something marinates, that's not wasting time. That's It's seasoning. It's like it's, getting God has juices you, in there. It's, yeah, it's God good. has you in there and there's, there's something happening. It's active. 
And so, and it won't taste as good if you don't wait. Exactly. <laughs> it will not taste as good. If you try to make it happen on your own, you're always going to wonder, did I do that? Yeah. And you've got to know that God did it. That's good. And uh, I just, hmm. you'll, you'll find so much. I mean, please, I implore you. Yeah. I have tried to make things happen in my life. I'm speaking from experience. Too. I don't know if I even want to go into all of those because it's just, I know that I've tried to make things happen and I... And I feel in God's graciousness, he's given me opportunities to bail on that and to Mm. say, okay, I trust you. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to think that I made this happen. I want to know that you're leading me, God. That's good. And so I think that leads to the second point, and I'm going to connect it to the first, Mm -hmm. is that dreams are not to be shared with everyone. (laughs) You are not to be sharing your dreams or the promises of God with everybody. You know, I think about that with you. I Mm -hmm. felt that God said that. The only person I told that to was my mom. Mm-hmm. I told that to my mom. I said, I feel this way. I don't know. We'll see, you know. Um, and and that's what, you know, It. I don't need to go. If I go and share that with everybody, that's scary. You need a trusted individual who's not going to go out and blab it. Yeah. But they'll pray with you. Or, I'll do a little confession here. When Jeff moved to Indianapolis to be a youth pastor, this was in, like, to the end of 2003, so about six months before we started getting together, <laughs> my mom and I went and drove by the church. We're like, let's see if we see him, and there he was getting the mail. <laughs> you didn't see us though. We like we we jetted out of there. <laughs> so you need you need somebody that'll go with you to yeah drive. Well, by. <laughs> I think of two examples in scripture. One is you know you mentioned it earlier, Joseph. Joseph got the dream, woke up, say, hey guys, this is what God promised. Uh, not a good example in that sense. Now, God worked character in Joseph. Joseph's an incredible story. Wonderful Please read story. It. Study it. It's such a good story. Um, but also we see Mary in the New Testament. And the thing that I think of Mary is she treasured up all these things in her heart. She didn't run out of her house saying, I'm going to be the mother of the Messiah. Check <laughs> this out. What's going on? And you know what? Yeah, we were talking about good. this earlier. You made this statement. God knew that about Mary. That's Which is one of the reasons he chose her. Yeah. And so uh, we, we have a lot to learn from Mary. And that is God's going to tell us something. Some things we can share. Some things are fine. But um, some things we just need to kind of hold in our heart. Let, let them marinate in our heart. Let them simmer. Let them um, just kind of sit. And that's, again, we grow to maturity. Our character grows. And then we make sure we're not short-circuiting. Now, we don't control God's will. We understand that. But we could put wrenches in things. We could, you know, Joseph did, you know. We um, can we can miss out on our destiny only because we do it. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, man, I think, you know, this is a temptation. I'll just be honest here. You're real transparent. I might sit there and think, well, I want to tell people because when it happens, I want them to know that I heard from God. I, I knew this I was going to happen. Yeah. Would you know I was going to say that? No, I, I feel <laughs> the same way. I feel uh, the same way. You know, <laughs> that's funny. Um <laughs> It doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. Like, in, in a sense, who cares? Uh, second of all, if you have told a trusted friend, there you go. If you've written yep. it down in a place, you know, there's going to be some people who don't believe you anyways. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, real, I mean, seriously. So, but, you, you know, don't share them with everybody. Not everybody can handle what God's spoken to you. If they could, God would speak it to them. Yes. 
And you might think, well, I never hear God tell me anything. So you got to spend time with Him. Yes. You got to you got to cultivate that relationship. You got to cultivate a trustworthy heart. I mean, I think about Mary. What mm-hmm. else did God tell Mary? Oh my! She was found trustworthy to ponder those things. I mean, I think about Joseph. He had to learn. He had yeah, to learn something to be trustworthy, and God did. I mean, He did. He he, did. he, he yielded Himself to yes. the work of God, and so I think that's so so huge. Yeah, no, that's that, that's huge. Don't don't just blab it and grab it, grab it and blab it, whatever. How Especially that goes. on social media. Yeah, because <laughs> people people may not, like you said, people may not, may not agree with it, and they may try to. That's that's so good. It couldn't be said enough. Yeah. So, I think the final thing. Um, this is a a big one. Is that the path to the fulfillment of whatever God uh, s- spoke to you? The path to fulfillment will often look different. Will often look different than what you think. I. I I kind of want to say, I think almost always, maybe not always, but just with me, most of the time, I think it's going to happen in a certain way in a certain time. And many times it's like nothing looks like I thought it would. Many times it takes longer. Yeah. For me, at least. I mean, sorry, I may, that may not be, maybe, maybe God works really fast with you. <laughs> Probably. I think I just have a lot to learn. I, I, I don't know. I, I just think... For me, I think things about, okay, yeah, this will happen in about a year. Okay. And here we are like four years later. Okay. Yep. You know, maybe not. Maybe maybe longer. You know, um, you know, because I'm just saying if I shared with you all the promises or the dreams that I have for you, it, you yeah. might laugh. And you, you know, I, you may, you really may. Um, but you would, and if I told you how I thought they would happen, you might think, <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. But, we don't have to be in charge of how it happens. Oh, that's a good point. In fact, I don't think we even should be. I don't think we should try. If we're really seeing God move in these promises, we just yield to the work of the Holy Spirit. We yeah. say, okay, God, you do it your way. I'm going to buckle up and be ready for the ride. I'll obey. Yes. I'll do. I'll turn the car when you tell me to. I'll, I'll, I'll step out in faith when you want me to. But I don't get to determine the path. And in fact... I want I want his way. I don't want to miss yeah. out on the blessings along the way. And when you find yourself trying to steer things and manipulate things, and uh, I think we got to be careful in that. Not that we can't. We should be active. I'm not saying we should not do anything. We should be active, but let's allow God to steer the process. Um, and, and I think that's it's it's going to look different, but it's always going to be better. It's going to be better than what his way God's way is always better certainly better than our way there's a way that seems God's word says there's a way that seems right to us but that way leads to destruction yeah so his way is his way is always better so well I just think even you know you get a good story (laughs) I mean I think about our story of us coming together we I couldn't have done that (laughs) and I, I, I think that's so God you know like I couldn't have made the car Turn on to the right radio station. You were listening to the Christian radio station in Indianapolis. And at that very moment, which was probably like a minute of moving your car in a parking lot, yeah. I was on the, on the radio. What I'm saying is when we trust it to God, when we entrust it and we say, okay, your way, you're going to get some really cool stories. Yeah. It's some really things that are like, wow, I couldn't even... I couldn't even have made that happen if I tried. And can I say, if I could have write this story, I would have probably made myself look a little bit better, like a little <laughs> bit more on the ball. 
Uh, you were definitely, really focused was, on doing what the Lord wanted you to that's do. That's a precious way to say that. That's such a beautiful way to say that. But I, I was just not on the ball. <laughs> so, um, you just, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, God's timing. It just, uh, but no, seriously, it's God's timing. And I want to encourage you with that. And still, you may be saying, how do I hear the voice of God? It's not always audible. With me, I, don't, I, I can't say that I've ever heard the audible voice. With me, it's that that knowing, that impression that I, this is God's. And so it's spending time, spending time in God's word. You're going to know it when you hear it. So um, share this with someone. Uh, some people say, hey, how can we access the podcast? Share it on Facebook, rate and review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube. subscribe on YouTube, go yes. ahead and do that. We want as many people to know about this content as possible because we want you to grow in your faith. We yes. want to be encouragers to you in a discouraging time. We want to encourage you and cheer you on. So we will see you for the next episode of the Deep Rooted Podcast. Deep Rooted Podcast.